It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good morning to you, coffee clubbers. Glad to see everybody come in and some new people. We really, really like that. Just, just a, a quick note to let you know that Dave and Chris probably will be here maybe a little bit later. They're getting something fixed in their home, a, a dishwasher. So they're um, getting that worked on, but they'll they'll be there. And so let's get started. I'm Bill Sparks. We're originating from Naples, Florida, southwest Florida, where it's, God knows, it's 81 degrees, and here we are. We've got a lot to talk about today and a lot to cover. Jennifer, how are you doing? I'm good, and it feels like our air conditioner has decided to forgive us for letting its filter get dirty. Well, maybe. Is that a good thing? Maybe. We may have to get a repair, but we'll see. We, the meeting alert. We, we will see. Um, so, we will see. How are you doing otherwise? Are you holding it? 
holding up, doing your work, and doing all that good kind of stuff. Well, let's go to southeastern Indiana, more precisely Decatur in or Decatur County. Let's say it that way. Greensburg, Indiana, and Abby, how are you this morning? I am awesome. Oh, is that the name of your show? No. No, they that's just, Afternoon Delights. Right, they, but they call you Awesome Abby, don't they? But is it yeah. hosted by awesome, it's hosted by Awesome Abby. Right. Yes. And yesterday it was awesome. We had all requests except for one song yesterday. It was, I was amazed. It was so amazing. thank you all yeah, so yeah. much for listening and participating. Oh, that's, that's exactly what call a fun show. Yes. That's exactly what we like. I enjoyed it immensely. It was great. And I got my coffee, and I've been up since 5, so I'm wide awake. And You're ready to go. Yes, sir. Well, let's go to your counterpart, who you actually hung up on me last night on the phone discussing station business and said, sorry, but i got to go. I've got to talk to Michael. You're out of here. So <laughs> anyway, anyway. Despite all that, Michael, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. That actually works out because I actually blew her off <clears throat> when she called because I was updating uh, the show, your next podcast that you're doing for the Indiana School for the Blind Alumni, <clears throat> so, which people can listen to on Google Home and the uh, iPhone. And but before we get Lady A, they have to get approved in that thing called tune in radio so we've got to get that worked on i just went in and got the things worked up for the phone service last night so we'll see how all of that works so that podcast will be on online that'll be our fourth podcast i need to be committed 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 for doing all of this extra 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 work well we'll get back to michael because we've got a lot of important things to talk about in just a little bit here let's go to jeffrey who's been doing yeoman work today doing all kinds of things jeff uh, in the background yeah good e good morning everybody i almost said good evening because i've been up for such a long time already here uh good everybody good morning it's uh, cool here in albany new york well uh, i got up this morning it was about uh, 39 degrees maybe we go up about 48 to 50 degrees. I mean, that's cool for this time of the year. But, hey, I don't change the weather. and Weather doesn't change me. I just roll with the flow. Yes, you are. And we'll, we'll get back to one of your topics, too, in, in just a moment. Let's go over to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Where it's cold, 20 degrees. Ooh. Anyway, and uh, otherwise things are going well here. Uh, getting all ready for my show later on with lots of fun music and things like that and requests and already got some requests in for them. So you're going to be busy for two hours. You might even have to work overtime today, Tim. Yeah, but I probably won't stay on over. Well, no, I know I won't because I've got <laughs> two afternoon meetings oh. on the phone on Zoom. Okay, well, you, you're a Zoomer. You're a, you're a busy guy. You're a busy guy. Let's see. Have I got everybody on the panel? Well, hold on one second. You've got two hands raised. But, oh, well, we'll uh, get to I'll, them in just one well, second. I want to make okay. a disclaimer. No problem. Go ahead, Bill. I want to make a disclaimer. We've had some comments, and I want to make sure that we understand this very carefully. 
the comments, the information provided by the callers are as is. They're not reflective. They're not um, necessarily in line with what the staff or the panel here think. They have a right to their own opinions, of course. Everyone on the panel is trained and tries to totally research any topic we talk about. But that cannot be guaranteed by people calling in on the phone. So what you get is what you get. So just please be mindful and careful of that. Doesn't mean that they don't have a right to their opinion. It means sometimes it's not totally, you know, so just beware of that. But if we give you phone numbers or if we give you information, um, it's the panel's responsibility to make sure that that is factual. So we try to be that. Okay, Jeff, we can take those calls. Let them begin. All right, very good. We'll start with Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Jerry. Good morning, morning, everybody. 33 degrees here in Indiana, PA, Christmas tree capital of the world, going up to 47 today. And I want to tell you guys, if uh, you need a baseball fix, the Pittsburgh Pirates radio network is going to be broadcasting Game 5 of the 1979 World Series tonight in its entirety at 8 p.m., and if you have devices or whatever, you can have it play the fan, 93.7 in Pittsburgh, or WMBS in Uniontown, PA. That's AM 590. Very good, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, I have a quick question for you on that. The Minnesota Twins are doing that kind of thing, too, with WCCO Radio here, and they have never broadcast a losing game <laughs> is that true with Pittsburgh? That's right. The Pirates, in fact, what they're t- <laughs> yeah, they're only playing. They're playing only the four games that they won in that '79 series. They play. <laughs> they played Game Two Monday night. They're playing five tonight, and then six and seven next Monday and Wednesday night. <laughs> very, very good. Great. Thanks, Jerry. Who's next, Jeff? Well, now we've got we've got uh, Pam Pam Francis. Okay, go ahead, Pam, please. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is cold here too. Trust me, it's in the thirties here. Um, I do have a question. Sure. With reference to the stu- uh, stimulus stimulus checks. Okay. I did not file taxes last year. However, I do get SSDI. What? Uh, is there is there something? All right. Well, we can help another you there. Step I need to take. All right. No. No. Now you receive your checks generally on the th- on the third of the month. Are you getting? Yes. Your it's not SSI checks you're getting, correct? No, it's not. It's Social Security disability. If that's the case, you have direct deposit. You're good. Okay. Okay. You're good. Check your, check, your, check your bank account today, Pam. You may have gotten it today. I, I, I heard the news today that a lot of checks went out today. I know I got mine. That doesn't mean you, you'll get yours today, but uh, they're, they're, they all the direct deposit checks they're saying should be out by the 17th of April, but that may not be that may not be true, but that's what the radio station was saying uh, 
Uh, Jeff, today, you so. may have yours. Okay. Temporary, Jeff. Much appreciated, folks. Thank you, Pam. Yeah, what we did learn, and this is constant, it's been constantly changing. And we, you know, two weeks ago we talked about this. As soon as we did, as soon as the show was finished, it changed changing. again. But as of yesterday, what we've learned, this comes from the Office of the National Federation of the Blind, is the source I'm quoting here, that unfortunately folks who get SSI will have to go file uh, this form at the IRS website, as well as those who uh, want to get the $500 for children uh, 16 and under, or under 16. Uh, so if you're one of those two categories, if you're SSDI, you are fine, and 80 million people should get their checks today. But if it's SSI, or you're trying to get the $500 for children under 16, uh, you will have to go to a link on the IRS website and uh, fill in that form to make sure you get payment. Beth Mullen has joined the meeting alert. And we will provide that link for you. So, <coughs> excuse me, we will provide that link for you. Um, and Mike, this, this 16 applies to a younger child. If, if you're receiving disability benefits and you've got a younger child, that's who this on social security disability that's who that because SSI you're only responsible or only can collect for yourself so um, I, I want to make sure that um, yeah I'm glad you clarified that because right right you have to be 18 right to get SSI so um, right so it's SSI is only for yourself an SSI check is received on the first of the month and that's for people who are um, 65 or older based upon income, you know, needs-based, or if they're disabled but have not worked enough to qualify for regular Social Security disability benefits. So uh, th that's an SSI recipient, and they would not be receiving. The key difference here, Michael, is th the people that are talking about receive an SSA 10 99 and these children do not receive 1099s on the social security benefits so th that's the key difference nor do ssi recipients receive a 1099 so do we have more hands jeffrey yeah we have a lot of hands can i just okay. ask mike one quick question just a number we'll get to that let me let me understand the one about the, the the dependents. If I let's say was to take my daughter off on my income tax, and she and and that's how the taxes are filed. So I still have to file a separate thing for her to get the five hundred bucks later on. Is that how that works? I'm not. I didn't quite understand that, Mike. Well, again, I would defer to Bill in, in sorting okay. this one out because he's Jeff, for the organization if, and he clarified it because I was unsure about who right. could actually get the five hundred. Jeff, if your daughter and it would be. Kristen, who probably would would have to go file for that benefit because you, she's the one with the custody of the child, and I presume she's the one that claims them as de dependent. Uh, That's correct. So then that would be Kristen. She would have to go to that website. May I to to get that? Give two cents here. As long as it's 
and relative to this. Right. You're the one that just got your stimulus, so give me $20. Right. As long um, as... If you're... If the custodial parent has already filed taxes and has claimed the child on their taxes, then they will go by the filing status. Like, for example, if you have a family with two adults and two children on your income taxes, then you will receive benefits from from the stimulus of, you know, four, two adults and two children. All right, but we're kind of talking about apples and oranges here. We're talking about the people with Social Security disability benefits. You're not referring to disability you're talking okay. about too. I, well, because he he had mentioned, you know, who. Right. He, don't he don't don't from. go there because yeah. it's. I understand what you're saying, Abby, but mm-hmm. but we're talking about apples and oranges here. We're talking about two different types of things. You're I get talking, you. Yeah. I get you. I yeah. did, I just didn't know if he was referring to. No. Putting the SSDI and the taxes together. No. No, we're, we're talking that, about claiming. Yeah, don't go there. Because so. you're going to get people confused. and. Right, okay. Right. I apologize. No, no, no problem. Okay, Jeffrey. All right, we've got a bunch of hands. All we've right. Got, we'll just give you a, we got Bill, we've got, uh, we got Bill and Joe, and we've got Fran, and we got a All right, well, let's so go with, you, okay, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, uh, if anybody wants to know, it's, uh, 27 degrees here, snowing, and every expressway had this morning at least a 10 to a 50 car pileup. In fact, at 7 o'clock, every expressway was shut down in Chicago with a, with with accidents. That's and why we're in 85 also, degrees. Um, yeah, I got my check in, in the thing today, my stimulus. And as far as this thing with the dependents, the way the way it was explained to me and to my son-in-law, my son, my grandson's in college, and while he's in college, he can claim he's a dependent, but he can claim he's a dependent on his taxes, but if he's over 17 years old, he won't get the $500 uh, thing for him on the stimulant. But my grandson works at the college, and if he files his own taxes this year, and he filed taxes last year, he will get a stimulant check. He can get the okay. stimulant I would. I, I mean, would. It, it depends. It depends on how you work and where you right, work. Right. Right. Okay. As it's, far as SSI, I'm not really sure, but I know. Okay. Well, um, uh, hold, on just a, hold on just a second, and, Bill. And another thing's going to hold up these. No, checks Bill. Hold on just a Bill. The thing where they need uh, Trump's signature on some of the paper checks. So that's going okay. to delay them to get them. In okay. Paper. Hold on, please. Scratch out that last thirty seconds, um, please. Um, Anybody that has those type of questions, please contact the Internal Revenue Service. That is way above this, the scope of this show. Please, please, please do that. Um, now go ahead, Bill. Okay. Well, I mean, that's about all. Uh, they do. I mean, just, that's what they were telling on. Uh, but, like the, I said, please. On the, on the right. This morning was saying that's how it works. Right. As as, right. As the checks. And, and, they're, and they're a Social Security lawyer. Right, right. So well, they, they were getting into what, what I'm saying is, right, please, yeah. That's why I yeah. mentioned that some of the checks will be delayed because they need 
signature. Well, some checks will be delayed because they don't know where people are. Um, a lot of people who do not file tax returns or the government has not a clear way of tracking them, that will cause some problems. Oh, yeah, right. right. They don't know where to send it. They can't send it. Right. So they, there's a special form, but we'll get to right. that in just a moment. But that but when it gets into complex tax issues, please refer to the Internal Revenue Service where it gets right, to right, that. Right. Because I mean, I'm just going with somebody, what, they were, what this lawyer right, was saying. Right, right, right. Well, like I said, right. well, what we're trying to do is just keep it simple for the audience here. For the oh, I know, I know what you're just doing. Just those who receive that. Right, and we're trying well, to clear up the yeah, criticism another, another we comment, get. I hope if Dave and Chris are listening, I hope they got a dishwasher to be repaired because it depends how old it is. Some of the dishwashers now, they don't make parts for them anymore. Yeah. I had one. I had to buy a new one here two years ago. I had a dishwasher that I had for 10 years, and it was an LG, and I couldn't get parts. They didn't make parts for it anymore. Well, they have theirs under a service contract, and it's under guarantee. Yeah, well, mine was too, but still you got to have, if, it, if they don't make the parts, you can't fix it. Well, that's true. It depends what brand it is, right? They didn't, yeah. they didn't make parts for them anymore for that, for that one. Well, fortunately, they had parts for this one because they were able to okay. order them, so they're good. No, I, I, was just, yeah. I was just making a comment. Yeah. You know, I hope they got yeah. one that they can get parts for because I yeah. know I had that problem, and I couldn't get parts for mine at all, so I had to buy a new one. Right. Thanks, Bill. You'll be back. All right. Um, Jeff, who's next? Okay. Go ahead, Joe, out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, hi. Good morning. This is Joe. Well, January came back. It's 28 degrees, but the skies are clear. It snowed a little bit on Monday. Thick flakes, but it didn't stay. But anyway, it's supposed to get up to a nice 62. So that's the report here at Albuquerque. Good, Joe, and thank you so much. Okay, Jeff, are you prepared for the next person? We've got Gail out in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota. Okay, go ahead, Gail. Go ahead, Gail. Go ahead, Gail. I probably should call my bank today to find out if it came in. Because it's a direct deposit. Right, especially if you can't do it online yourself then you probably need to call the bank. The, and the, the website, I could do it online a long time ago, but something got really screwed up. So there's an 800 number I can call for Bremer Bank and go directly to a, a bank who can help me with that. Well, that's good. That's exactly what I would do. Thanks a lot. All right. All right, Gail. Thank you, Gail. Now Hi. we have someone that we've never talked to before, and it's Fran Avila. I'm going to unmute you, Fran. Go ahead, Fran. Hi, um, I just had a question. I have, I get SSI and SSDI because I didn't make an, I didn't work enough to make enough quarters to mm -hmm. get enough, you know, so, so I'm, I can't, I'm in that position. So um, would my SSI check make it so that I couldn't get the stimulus check or can I get it because I have the SSDI? Okay, well, let me answer that question for you. Is the only check you receive is your SSI check? No, I also, I also have an SSDI check. Okay, that's why you're going to get it, because you receive an SSI, SSIDI check. 
that's why you can you would still be able to get it if all you received was SSI you would have to fill out a special form but based right. upon the fact that you are receiving social security disability benefits also you're getting maybe you're getting your checks off of someone else's account are you getting are you getting off of a parent's account or a, a spouse's account your ssdi uh no my ssdi i have worked but i didn't work enough quarters well to, uh, okay. you know, get enough to live All on right. SSDI. So well, I guess, with SSI. I guess the, the, the point of the matter is if you're getting two checks a month, are you getting two checks a month or one? Yes, yes. Okay, well, you've had to work at some point to get enough quarters either through retirement benefits or whatever the case may be. But to make a long answer short, you're going to get your stimulus check. If you, do you have direct deposit? Yes, I do. And you're good. <laughs> All right. You great. are good as this gold. Is my, this is my first time Zooming. Well, I'm so proud that you're in here and you will maybe come back and visit us and contribute to the conversation because we have a lot of interesting conversation. I know. I listen all the time, but I finally got Zoom so I could participate well so we are so glad I'm, you're here for anybody who knows i'm uh jeff you might know this i'm gary's gary's friend oh I'm, you're gary's I, friend you're the one that, that talked on I all was things on, radio i was the one on all things radio talking about uh bay area and, right and los angeles radio gosh okay, you sound so different now right. you're on your iphone i guess or your right computer. and sounds, yeah i'm I on my recognize. iphone well, if i'd known you if i would known you were gary's friend friend thank you friend Yes. If if I'd known you'd been Gary's friend, I would have gave you about a fifteen second answer. But <laughs> I'm messing with you a little bit. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I know. I understand. Thank you. <laughs> you call back anytime, okay? Take care. We have one more from Marianne in uh, where is that lovely place called Boulder, Colorado? We'll get Mary on. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Um, it is 32 degrees here, and it actually feels way warmer than that because it's not uh, humid or anything. It actually felt really, really nice walking the puppy this morning. But we got snow for a couple of days over Easter. It's going to go up to 52 degrees today. And if Chris doesn't have a recipe today, I got one in my email, which I could share with you. I got the recipe for the Double Tree chocolate chip cookies. Well, in my email. Yeah, we'll let you do some recipes a little bit later if if you'd like to. Um, well, and um, and I've got a piece of poetry. It's not the song for you. I'm still kind of trying to work that one out, but. I got a piece of poetry that I wrote late last week that I have posted on my Facebook and such that is all about a virus. A virus? Mm-hmm. Are and you going to not coronavirus. And are you going to read this to us? I can, but not right this moment. Okay. You but can... if it's something desired, then I will be glad to share. And for those who are keeping track of things with me, I am down 24.4 pounds as of this morning. 
Oh, that is super. I was going to ask you that. That was my next question. Was was going to ask you that particular question. How much weight have you lost? You know, have you lost weight? And yep. so, and apparently, I'm I'm um, an anomaly because most people are gaining weight during coronavirus, and I'm actually losing some. Well, some How much of walking are you doing every day? Not without tons of work, though. Right, you do the work. You do the work, so you get the rewards because you're doing the work. And you've you've done the work. So I pats off to you. We're going to give you a salute right here on the coffee club. I will take it. You'll Mary, take it. You- I've earned myself a Starbucks. I said when I when I hit twenty four pounds left, I could have me a Starbucks. You yes, you can. Um, if I'm if I'm not physically walking, uh, especially because these days out in the snow and such, I haven't been walking. I'm either on my bike or I'm doing aerobics or I'm jogging in my house or some other version of things. And I'm also really watching what I'm eating. You're just doing a super job. I'm I'm I am very motivated. There's 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 a lot of money riding on this for me. Oh, what? Oh, now that would get Jeff's attention, so he could pass now, it yeah, on. Yeah, could you be more specific? <laughs> well, I um, I I did a bet for myself with Healthy Wager, so I I put money down on my own weight loss goals, and if I win, um, I have put money down for how much I said I would lose, and so on, and based on their algorithms, and so on and so forth. If I if I meet all my goals and I win my own bet, then they will pay me way more than what I started with. Oh, see, that's worth it. That is worth it. It, that's no, worth it, it. Absolutely worth it because I am motivated by money. Who isn't? And I got my stimulus. My bank woke me up at midnight telling me that my uh, deposit amount was way more than what was in my alert settings, and it definitely was. As it's oh. for me and my husband, so we got ours this morning. Well, Let me answer one more question, Marianne. Now, I know you're doing the weight loss thing. Do you do counseling, and do you work with other people who are trying to lose weight as well? Um, so far, not really. Um, I do have some weight loss, um, some friends that I've chosen, and I make my weight loss very public. When I lose certain amounts or whatever, I post it up on my Facebook along with some other things, and... I have a few friends who are making a point of of encouragement and so on and so forth. And when they see things on my Facebook and other places, they respond to it and so on and help encourage. But I don't have any counseling or anything going on. I know what it's going to take for me to lose weight. And if there, if there comes a time when I need some counseling, I definitely will seek it out because it's worth it to me. But so far, I've you know, I know when I'm doing wrong. I know when I'm devouring an ice cream sandwich or cookies or um, a lovely bowl of pasta, which might happen on Saturday because it'll be our anniversary and things like that. So it's like you, you know what you're putting in your mouth and you know when there, if there's a day when you're feeling lazy and you don't do all the exercise, you know about it and you know well, how to make yourself accountable. Yeah, but what I meant was, are you counseling others and helping them lose the weight? That's what I. That's what I was. Um, I've been speaking about it. I've done some presentations about how, what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, and such. I, I've done some little things with that, along with some 
you know, talk about what I'm doing during COVID-19 and so on and so forth. So in that way, yes. And if anyone seeks me out, I will gladly help people with their weight loss and talk to them about what they're doing and how they're doing with it and such. But nobody has specifically come to me asking yet. But they will if you keep it up. Well, that's what I figure. By by the middle of July, and my goal is to be down by 60 pounds. There you go. Keep it up. Keep us posted, and we'll get back to you in just a little bit. Um, do we have any other hands? Let me just check again. Nope. Okay. All right, we'll get to Gary, and then we'll come back, and I want to talk about the online census. We had some requests and questions about that and some information to give out. Let's get Gary. Okay, we got him. Go ahead, Gary. Well, hey, Jeff, Bill, everybody. Hey. Uh, oh, my God. Listen to his voice, Bill. He sounds great. Yeah, what's up with this, <laughs> this nonsense? This is my uh, first Zoom thing also. So. Oh, my. Now I can now I can read the Mosin, uh, listen to the Mosin book now. So, <laughs> but uh, the Mosin book is great. It'll just give yeah. you the basics, but it's a little out of date. But he does such a great job on that. Yeah, uh, a lot of it seems to be pretty self-explanatory just by looking around. But, right. So. Well, uh, now you'll have but, great audio when you when you come on Thursday nights for all things radio. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to do this for a while. So it's, uh, I can I can make you a moderator. See, so. Oh wow! <laughs> don't so are you it using too your well. iPhone as well, Gary? Or are you using yes, computer? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. I, I'm using my iPhone. You're doing real well. Doing no, real well. I, if I if I'd known it was. I did not get my stimulus check. Neither did I. And Fran did not get hers. <laughs> well, I hey. got both of them for you, Gary. I said I put them in my account and spent them for you. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hey, well, would you mind buying me a new iPhone? This is kind of an old one, so it's time. Uh, this is an old 6S I'm using. So I'm thinking, hey, since you have my stimulus check, if you send it down a nice new one, that'd be really good. You know, the really problem is now you couldn't go any place and buy the iPhone, could you? Could you go any place and buy the iPhone? Well, the Apple stores are currently oh, yeah. closed right now. Uh, well, I'm not even talking get about them in the mail. If you went to Apple, you know, if you go to Apple.com, you can right, but I, I'm not even talking about them. buying them from it's Apple, important. Jeff. At, at this point, I would recommend waiting. Uh, yeah. The new SE2 or whatever they're going to call it, because that's going to have the latest chip and will be a great value coming in. We're under 400 yeah. bucks. Probably and, under 400 dollars. Yeah. Yes, and. Uh, the old the battery is just shot on it. So, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. I've waited this long with this bad battery. I can keep waiting. So you know, until that yeah. comes out. I guess you can take it to once they reopen. Batteries plus put a new battery in it if you want it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, get a get a new get a new phone. But I caution no, people right. Wait for the new one. Wait, you know, if unless you want a larger screen and you want to, you know. So which is the new one coming out, Mike? Is it the it's the the, the nine one, the iPhone nine? Is that what they're going to be coming out? Which is supposed I, to replace? I believe they're calling it SE two, but it's still a little gray. Apple, you know, they're you're still in the rumor mill until they actually release it. But uh, China's wrapping production back up, so Apple will be putting out some more technology soon. And I know they're supposed to be coming out with one that supports five G as well, but I haven't heard about when that's coming. Well, that that may be a little that may be more, in the fall. more the fall or later. Because there's some 
production. Do we have any more callers, Jeff, before we get to this census Let me thing? just check the list again. We have Sharon in, uh, I guess, Arkansas. I'm not sure where she is. Sharon Clug is here. So go ahead, Sharon. Good morning, here, everybody. Um, I'm in Fort Worth, Texas, and it's good to hear Gary and Fran. I know them. And um, it's 39 here going up to 62. But I just wanted to say congratulations to Marianne. And Bobby and I haven't got our stimulus checks either. Oh. Can we borrow some money? <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't look at me. Jeff, uh, why did you? <laughs> why not, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff's got an X waiting on you know, that one. I'll, I'll always remember you, Sharon. My sister's name is Sharon. That's, how I, uh, <laughs> that's a good name. There you go. There My we, best friend's name is Sharon. <laughs> there you go. I, I remember Sharon from some gospel shows or country classic show so yeah i know sharon no sharon sharon <laughs> thank yeah, we'll you so some much Texas radio stations on all things radio we did klif last week so we'll have to figure out some more to do so very good thank you sharon we have thank any you, more jeff before we get to this um census thing okay do we have any more calls i mean any more um hands raised well, Gary has his hand raised again. Do you want me to put him yeah. on? Or? Yeah. Gary, go ahead. Yeah, just a quick thing. It's just so great to hear Sharon. When I moved back here in uh, 2003, um, we, uh, they, uh, she and her husband at the time gave me a place to stay for a few days while I got my uh, stuff down here and all that. And she didn't know me. And she just... Very gracious host, and I've always appreciated that uh, all these years. So I just wanted to say that it's great to hear you. And I heard I've heard you on here the last few weeks, but uh, you know, so. she sounds like she's a very nice lady. Yeah. So you just never know about people, and that if we don't have any more callers, I'll go in this little bit of a tirade for just a moment. It's not a tirade, and maybe Jennifer, you can. You can help out with this just a little bit. We had a neighbor who called me on the phone yesterday. He had something to bring over, and that was fine, and I appreciated that. We haven't heard from neighbors since we've been down here this time, and I understand because of the virus and, you know, everything. That's affected everything. It's affected our ability to get out. But... um he was the neighbor was complaining because our grass was a little dry because there's been a drought here in southwest florida i mean it's just not enough rain so this is a little rant on my last year we were down here um they said your irrigation system needs to be fixed so he came over and said i recommend this guy he comes highly recommended and the guy came over and he said, for $950, I'll fix your irrigation system. Well, first of all, I thought, well, if the neighbor in the office recommends this guy, he ought to be good. 
And I didn't do any more checking after that. Well, he did the job, and and I came and paid him. And I should have known the first tip when he said was, if you make this out to me instead of the company, I'll knock off 50 or or $100. I can't remember what it was now. So I said, well, why not? I didn't think anything about it. So we paid him, went on about our business. So they went to do the... Um, water system or the the sprinkler system and it started leaking and it didn't work at all. So the neighbor came over and said, well, he didn't check everything and some of the heads are bad and said, wait a minute. This is what he told me he was going to do and he charged me this money. Well, when I call his phone number, he's gone. He's not there. So to wrap this story up, I get a, a call from, or I get something from the office that we're going to be fined or cited because our grass is not as green as it should be. Well, I go the recommendation. I spend $900 or better, and the work's not done. So now... I've got to go out because I can't trust what people are totally 100% saying to get this fixed correctly. But my, my point is, we also had the air conditioning guy come over and I paid him, he did his job. Well, it's not working too well or if there's a little bit of problem. So the air conditioning guy tells the neighbor, well, I don't want to come over and help them in this, that, and the other. I don't want them to get reliant. But we paid them cash. Where is it anymore? And we paid them. Where is it anymore that people can't come over and do something kind for somebody? I got off the show yesterday and helped somebody fix their computer. I didn't charge them. They didn't have the money to pay. You can't charge people. You. Nobody does anything just to be nice. I, the other, I mean, it's like the other house. The I don't believe that the light went out either. But we have two outside lights, and they're photo cells. We put new lights in there, whole new lights in there, a couple of years ago, and put LED bulbs in it. And they said, "Well, we're going to cite you because one of your bulbs is burnt out." Well, if they know that, why doesn't somebody either knock on the door and tell you? since it's such a wonderful community that they say and they want to help each other out and all this or change it themselves and, and send you a note and say hey your light bulb was out so I went ahead and changed it and you know then you can like pay them for it or something I, I, I wonder if the niceness has went out of us or is this just a few isolated cases because I want to believe in people. I really, honestly want to believe in people. Without getting into politics, I think it's been a lot of change over the last four or five years in how nice people are. I want it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world, every man for himself. Well, that could be, but I get my perspective is different working at the Better Business Bureau and hearing these stories all the time that, you know, we always had the things we tell any homeowner never pay anyone in cash and if you use a credit card you have 60 days of protection if they don't what i know i'm not. sounding 
negative here. And have a signed contract. Have a written contract of what's to be done and how much is to be paid. So The problem we run into lots of times is I said, well, we don't have a credit card processor. Or so we don't take credit cards. Well, at least do a check then. At least you never pay cash. No, it was check. We we wrote a check. It was a check, but he told us that if we wrote it out to cash instead of to him, that he would take a hundred. Right. That, that's uh, a that's a warning sign. That there's, there's your there's your red flag. You just you're gonna have to learn from that mistake, and many homeowners do. Uh, I've learned it when I owned a home before. Oh, I agree with you. I'm not blaming the board for that mistake. No, I blame them for recommending this guy and not doing the job. But I well, I don't understand what their big deal about the grass is anyway, because this grass is designed to live here, and it's not going to hurt it if it's a little dry once in a while because there's a drought. And maybe I'm being negative, Jennifer. Jennifer, you, maybe you could tell me if I'm not, if I'm being negative here. But it seems to me that you guys are getting all this hassle because you can't see. And I don't think that's right. I think, I'm sure there are, there are other people in, the, in, in your complex or in your development who have done the same thing or have similar violations but aren't getting hassled, but they seem to be hassling you more than oh, they're hassling everyone we else. we got another complaint. Maybe I'm wrong about yeah, this. Yeah. I, I hope that I'm wrong about that. We got another complaint from one of the neighbors yesterday who he said, well, she called me to tell me that one of your lights is on in the house and it's constantly on. Well, hey, I didn't know it was on if somebody had Maybe one of the techs when they came to fix the I don't know. But I guess unless we go away from room to room to room to room to room, if somebody doesn't tell you, how do you know? So, so I guess we better get to the hands real and quick. why and does it matter? <laughs> what I want to know, why does it matter? Yeah. Well, let's start with Julie McCullough up out in the out in the Midwest, out in Dorothy Gale's country, out for the Wizard of Oz. We'll go to go ahead, Julie. Yes, uh, I'm glad I got on Zoom today, Bill. I sent you an email. I don't know. You probably didn't have time to read it yet. But, yes, I did. Uh, I, we're going to talk okay. about that. But go ahead. But I did. I did get was able to get on Zoom and it worked normally today, so that's good. Um, anyway, I you know this recommendation that you got for these people. It's a possibility that these people did the job for the people who recommended them, but they saw you as someone they could take advantage of and wouldn't have to do the work, which is a horrible thing. But I'm afraid happened. that's what happened because he spent a lot of time out there and he told us that he replaced all of the sprinkler heads and didn't that do were damaged anything. and worked on the pipes and there was some broken pipe and he supposedly fixed that. I have seen that before. I saw a neighbor that had excellent yard work done, and they went to the couple across the street who were both blind and just really did a poor job. And uh, so I have seen that. Yeah. I mean, unless you have somebody that you can trust that comes over and looks at everything somebody does before you agree to pay somebody. I mean, I don't see, I, I can't, it's hard for me to, Maybe I'm Pollyanna, I guess, but it's hard for me to believe there's that many dishonest people that they. I couldn't live with sleep with myself at night if I did that to people. 
Unfortunately, Jennifer, True. and I hate to say this, and Mike, Mike, Mike would probably agree with me, there are a lot more dishonest people out there than you think, and that's that's probably the uh, the issue here. So I, I and really we're not so. we're not complaining or woe me or whatever. We're just trying to give you a life experience in where I did some things wrong by not doing a background check or. You know, maybe if but this, even if you had, who's to say they would have been honest once they got here and found out neither one of us could see? You could do all kinds of background checks. Well, but it it is it is worth doing a criminal background check because many of your home repair people, construction people, do have criminal pasts. But how do you, as a blind person, make sure they're doing their work? You just have to take their word for it. I'm not not trying to feel sorry. I'm not trying to whatever the case may be. But how do you know, Michael, that they're if they're doing their work or not? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, it, it does help to have someone there. I'm, I mean, if they were just mowing my lawn, I'd walk out there in my bare feet. But uh, yeah, when you're doing other kinds of repair, you know, siding and all kinds of things like those sprinkler heads unless you have some mechanical and can go out and te test them. And of course, you don't know that you don't, you know, that's one of those weird scenarios. You could have a neighbor sabotage and go, oh, I got a couple bad heads. I'll just go get his, you know, I don't know. I but, mean, you don't know. Oh, I guess uh, we I, That brings up a whole other thing about HOAs and these, these right. associations and are they really mm -hmm. a good thing or not? Some people like it because it takes care of the maintenance but it seems like it has so many limitations and they all seem to have favoritism towards certain people and certain neighbors who aren't you know they're not management but people who live in there who think everything should be a certain way and they should act as a representative of said hoa and i don't know all right so we've got some raised hands i just didn't realize that there were so many people that are such tattletales. Instead of coming to you, they'll go tattle so you'll get written up. Okay, let's get to these raised hands. Jeff. All right, well, okay, <laughs> go ahead, Gail. Uh, I was just wondering about um, the, you know, with the people, you know, here it's been great as far as getting help and things like this. It's a little different because of the virus now. But I remembered my dad lived in a, in a condo, you know, one of those, you know, with the management um, association thing. And I bought him a beautiful planter for his, he could keep, he could put outside and put plants out there. And these people said, nope, you can't do that. You can't put that out there because these places have to look the same. Yeah, that's a, that's a typical HOA or condo thing gail that's and he was not he was he was not mad at me but he called me and i said you can't even get a gift a gift to some you can't even be <laughs> you better something wrong with that picture you better keep that for the inside unfortunately it is very very sad thank you i gail. deal with it all the time i'm a ham radio operator and they don't let you have antennas on the roofs in these right. places that a lot of times so very you true you can't even put an on the ground, but near the, the, I lived in the condo years ago, and that's one of the reasons I chose not to. Right. That's Very, I can understand some of the nitpickiness in a condo, but when you have a neighborhood of houses and there's all these houses, who do they think they are that they can control how dry your darn grass is? It's just part of it. Uh, next hand, Jeffrey. Okay, we got Bill out in the, 
beautiful Illinois. Chicago, All right, Illinois. go ahead, Mr. Bell. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, yeah. Uh, as far as, uh, Bill, when you get service done, I, I learned this a long time ago. I don't know if you have or not, but uh, never, never go with a recommendation from someone unless you know the company and you check it out. In other words, and I never pay anybody up front. If you come in to do work in my house and you say, well, give me $1,000 to get the materials. If you're working, you can't afford the $1,000 and you don't have a line of credit where you can get your stuff, I'm not using you. And always make sure you get a signed contract. And as far as that light being on your house, why would a neighbor worry about a light being on in your house? That's your responsibility. I got lights on timers that come on automatically and they go off automatically just to think people I'm staying here. Well, I don't get that. And as far as the light outside, I don't understand that either. Why, why you have to be written up for such a big stink about a light like, being on, off on the outside? You, know, you work for the Better Business Bureau, Mike. What about now? I've always I don't know if this, this is the way to do it, but my my dad had a uh, he had a place in Florida years. I'm I'm going back to the 70s, and if something went wrong, he had a, for anything he had a, a company called Amira. That's the company they use, and they would they would fix everything for him, but. He also said that when he had to do contract work like that, he would pay the person part of the money up front, but not the whole thing. Is that recommended as well, or is that not recommended? Oh, yeah, you can do that. Too. Some you could do a third down, or maybe half if it's the, the materials, or you're either purchasing materials and hold out in the labor until you verify that the work is good. Also, getting bids, two or preferably three, where you say you don't just go with the first recommendation. You get no. three different people to give you a quote. And then you can ask them questions. Each will tell you different things, and you learn a lot. When doing that, you learn a lot about the process of, you know, what's actually being done. And uh, like when I did HVAC, I did that, and I learned a lot about how HVAC works and the equipment and the interconnections, the piping, and everything. So uh, it's a lot of stuff. Well, Jeff, let's get to the next. Okay, we've we got, got Abby in Go, Indiana. Abby. Go, awesome, Abby. Is she muted? I'm trying to unmute her, but I... Abby, you've got yourself muted, so if you unmute yourself, we'll be able to get you going here. But uh, you're, right now, you're muted. Let me go to then. I, I think I'm unmuted. Yes, okay, you are. Now you are. Go ahead, I should Abby. be unmuted. Um, thank you. Um, I want to agree with Bill in Chicago. Um, if your lights are on in your house, unless they're paying your electric bill, it shouldn't be their business. Well, that's true. I agree with you. One um, and as far as outside, I agree with Jenny. They should have sent you a message or come over and knocked on the door and said, hey, I noticed your lights out. Would you like for me to change it for you? Yeah. Um, you know, instead of being, you know, negative about it. I mean, there, there, like you said, Bill, there's too many people who want, you know, and don't care about just helping. Yeah, and that bugs me. Pardon? I said that bugs me. It just... Yeah. Um, and I, I am grateful to be in a location where, thank God, I still have helpful people around me. Um, and I guess maybe that's a lot of the reason why I like where I am. And um, we're still pretty friendly. I mean, there's some dupers down here, too. But, um, you know, we... We are a, a close community, and I think that it makes a difference. 
And I, I think it's beholden on me to do some things, especially next year or later this year, to get myself in the community and make myself... Well, you can't know. make people have anything to do with you, though. Well, I mean, it's true. When you're there, they're nice enough, but... True, but... I guess part of it, I, my dad used to tell me that people are busy living their own lives, and unless they're used to thinking about somebody else... It just doesn't even enter their mind. Well, that That's could cold. be, but you've still, still got to reach out there and and still got to keep on believing. But there are going to be some changes even made back in Indianapolis. We are not putting up with that stuff. And um, here's another COVID scam to be aware of: <laughs> our housekeeper, the people that do the work back home that clean. Now their idea is pay us some money in advance and when we come back from cleaning after this crisis, then we'll give you priority on the list. And my thought was, no, I'll pay you when the work is done. And if I got to pay to get on a priority list, we'll find somebody else. Hmm. That's just my thinking. All right, Jeff, what's the next thing? Okay, we have... We have- we have Sharon and Gary. Let me go to Sharon first, and then we'll get to Gary. Like, ladies first, you know. There you go, Jeff. That's always you. Ladies first. Go ahead, Sharon. I'm trying to mute you, Sharon. Okay, I'm picking on you need to know. Um, did you talk to the people in the office and let them know what he did? And I would also... Call the Better Business Bureau. I don't know if it'd do any good, but and tell them about the company and what they did. And we are very, very blessed to have the people that we have that have worked on our house. Um, we lived in a duplex before we bought this house, and we um, hired the maintenance people that we knew from that, that duplex. Um, and they did the work for us and and we also have church members that have offered to you know help with things if we need stuff done so um, just see if you can you know find people that you feel like you can trust and I'm sorry that that happened to you but there are those bad people out there and as far as that person complaining about the light being on they're just a busybody and don't have anything better to do with their time which is really sad but there are people like that you're so right Sharon and thank you so very very right okay Jeff who is next because we have a feature uh... go ahead Gary well that's over the that light thing is just over the top i mean you know uh what does that guy do i mean is he stand around looking in your window all day or what <laughs> doesn't he have to go to work or oh, right. i mean doesn't he have to go to his you know uh, home office to work or something or eat i don't know but it's interesting you know how people are and i i know you've had a lot of seems like a lot of bad luck there because i remember you telling about the uh uh, the people that brought you the toilet paper and gouging yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I, I mean, just, it's, it's not just doing a thing for the chamber of commerce. Here, all these things happening right now, and and you wonder what are people up to, you know? I think sometimes you have to take the responsibility yourself and try to be careful about the people you you deal with. Sometimes you're dealt the people you you've you've got to deal with, and you just have to do it. But it is. I know we watch TV every day, and we so many see so many kind things done for people and things. So that's why I don't give up hope on this community or any community. I see so many nice things being done for people. Um, let's and see. The hands are still okay. To come here, Bill. All right. We'll keep on going. We'll go to Julie McCullough on Kansas again. Okay. Go ahead, Julie. Yes. Um, you know, Florida is kind of known for a place that attracts a lot of elderly people. And so I imagine Florida also attracts a lot of scammers because they see these retired folks coming in. They think they've got tons of money and they're ready to take advantage of them. Um, so it may not be because you're blind, but because you're older. Well, they got you got me on that count. Um no, I know. I'm, I'm just <laughs> laughing with you, Julie. I'm laughing with you, Julie. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it could be as much that as the other, and, and you've got the double whammy. Right. Um, but, you know, you have to overcome sort of some perception sometime because, well, it's either you're blind or you're amazing, or why can you do this and... You're not just an in-between. And that'll be another story for another time. People aren't judged sometimes. Well, I know a blind person that can climb walls and jump buildings and do all kinds of things. You can't, like you do sighted people, you can't lump all blind people into one category. You know, they're not all super. Some are average, some are below average. So anyway, all right. We will. Another thing you really got to think about, now of course, this, you had your sprinklers done last year, so this economic problems hadn't kicked in yet. But we have to be mindful that as uh, people are out of work and they've got rent to pay and, and mouths to feed, that this will, uh, you know, right now they're like, oh, this is great, crime, crime is down. But if this lasts and you do hit 50 million unemployment, some people who were honest before um, could change their tune and decide to pull fast ones and we have to be mindful of that but also at least now you do have ways to to research and Sharon mentioned the Better Business Bureau that's one you know you've got Angie's List Home Advisory you have all these other methods that you can go read reviews of people before you hire their services so very true social media right well, a lot of these people have Facebook pages and you can see you know so complaints and I, Mike are you better off if you have repairs done and go through like one of those home warranty places like American Shield or some of those other ones and get them to get the contractors to do it for you? Yeah, I don't know. That can go either way. I've seen some of those that the people have had problems with. And the only thing, if you're going to use a service like that, you have to go with their vendors. You can't. Right. That's a mistake I made. I, I had one when I bought my home and it was good for the first year and it would have covered my 
replacing my air conditioning unit, but I went with a company that wasn't in that plan, so. So then you were out. Right, so. I mean, you gotta do the research. That That's, my, my sister has a whole house warranty and her hot water heater went. And yeah, they replaced the hot water heater, but there were things that, that, that had to be replaced also. The carpeting in, her, in the den had to be replaced. But that, but but her home contracting company didn't cover the carpeting. So, and some of the some of the plaster in the in the room that the hot water heater had to be replaced also. And they didn't cover that, but they covered the hot water heater and and replacing that. So I mean, there's a, you got to really read the fine print on these contracts. That, that's you do, and, and, and that's what you're saying as well, Mike. Mike right? Well, yeah. some people say, right? If you own a home, you better just set aside one hundred dollars a month at just your maintenance, at least, and maybe more. Anything, so. All right, Jeff. Oh, I'm getting busy today. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, let's get to uh, let's see. Let's let's go to uh, let's go to Abby, and then we'll go to Gail, and then we'll go to Julie. Um, go ahead, Abby. Okay. Um, speaking of nice things, uh, one of our listeners has a birthday coming up on Friday, so I just wanted to send a coffee club. Happy birthday to John in um, New Jersey. Oh, brother John. Brother yes. John. Oh yeah, brother John. I, brother John, and I've talked on messages back and forth from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Brother John. Well, Thank happy you. birthday, John. Happy birthday, John. He call him brother John. It's yep, brother happy John. Brother John. Brother John. All right, Gail, you're up next. You are on um, my host. I, you know, Audio the thing with um, the Better Business Bureau, it's good to do that. But sometimes, well, my husband used to say, trust but verify before you do anything. Because sometimes even the so-called nice people can, you know, even in little things like giving a blind person directions, they can, uh, well, you, you go this way or you go here, you go there, and there you end up in something like Timbuk 38 before you know it. And they're gone. <laughs> And you're stuck. Right. Well, but it happens. Happen. It you happens. know, Bill, I really got to envy you because I really, I liked owning my own house. I will tell you, I, I had no problem with owning it. But I I was so glad when I did get rid of it, when I did sell it, because I, I don't have the patience for, for all that that, that that it entails. And and if you're going to be blind and own a house and you don't have the skills, I mean, I don't have maintenance skills at all. And I, I really envy you for... You know, for owning, I I really do. I really think it's great that you guys can do that because I because I just don't have the patience for it. I think I'm about to join you. Let's see here. That's we got, Jeff. Thank you. All right, let's get to the. Let me lower that hand and and we got Julie McCullough again. Go go ahead, Julie. Yes, I. You know about the light being left on in the house. I guess if somebody noticed that there was a pattern and let you know early, I'd like to avoid a big electric bill. I, I would, so I, too. I would know that if I, I didn't, if I wasn't aware of it. But there's a way of doing it. The person said, well, you know, your light's been on for three days. What if I What if I came over to your house and went and knocked on the door and said, hey, Bill, you know, I think that you, you left your light on. Do you want to have that particular light on? I think that would have been a lot nicer. Oh, yeah. Instead of discussing it between neighbors, let somebody yeah. know how they're supposed to do something about it. Right. You know? and part of the problem is, and, and, and it goes back to what I said earlier, and I, I, I don't like being negative. I really don't. But there are people who are sighted who are just so uncomfortable with blind people. And I can't, it, is, it is unfortunately uh, 
a fact of life, and we, you know, and and we all we, well, we have to deal with it. But you know, hmm. that, enough of that. But you know what I'm saying, Bill. Right, I, right, I got I you. I understand. Gotcha. Do we have anybody else before we? Let me just check again. No, but I'm sure people will raise their hands because right. this has been but a very I, interesting topic. Bill, I, I'll I, turn it back to you. I want to share a little bit of information, Chris and Dave. Um, Nancy asked, and Nancy had asked this question, and I'll get to you in just a second, Fran. I want to get this in. There was um, a question about how to complete your census, or if there was a telephone number that she could call. And I think we've got it here, and we've got it right here. And I want to give you this phone number, Nancy. The phone number is, uh, that's 844, and I'm doing this slow to help Jenny with the notes here, 330-2020. So that phone number, again, Mike's better at than I am, 844-330-2020. And I think, Mike, if you don't have your census number, I understand that they will give you one or that number that maybe you got through the mail. Um, That's what I'm reading here, and it says in the notes that Chris gave that they will, you can get them to assign you a number, so you can do this over the phone. And Bill, that is correct, because I did my census online, and I... I didn't even bother worrying about it. I said, if I don't have the number offhand, because my scanner wouldn't read it, I went on the, and it said, if you don't have your number, we'll we'll give you one when you finish the form. And they did, and I printed it out. It was a PDF document. I printed it out, and I have it saved in my documents on my computer. So it's important that we all do that census. If you have, you know, additional questions, we will also put the website in the notes. So um, if you've subscribed to the list or read the the um, the link, direct link, Mike, you might even know it. Are you still there? Yeah, it's uh, my2020census.gov. My2020census.gov, and that's 2020? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Very accessible. They mentioned something on the website. This is a note that Chris and Dave left that... It said something about preferred browser being Internet Explorer. I don't know when this was written, but that's no longer available. I mean, that's that's not even an option or an option worth really mentioning that you should be endeavoring to use with your Edge and your other browsers. I don't see any problem at all, right, Mike? With Oh, with, yes, sir. I did it with uh, no difficulties. So I assume most people I uh, used Chromium. Uh, Chrome. I used it. I used the Brave browser, Mike, but it, right. but it could have been done with Google Chrome or could have been done with Firefox. I Edge, guarantee you. They all Chrome, uh, Chrome and Edge, and all those are the same uh, in Firefox. So I think it would work with any technology. I don't know. There are different censuses, though. I, I wasn't asked too many questions, so I wonder. I, I did notice they they detected a screen reader, um, so. Right. A lot of websites so, do. They have ways to detect that. So I don't know. But then you get a shorter survey. But it did not take too long at all to do. Uh, they asked for your address, a phone number. I'm trying to remember now what all they asked for. But uh, 
it was pretty straightforward and yeah it's important for us to do that because I make sure that we get funding in our community true and it also tells you it also apportions how which how many congressional representatives you have in uh, in each state for example as well so and the census bureau does hire a lot of visually impaired people especially a big site in what jeffersonville right outside right, of jeffersonville Louisville. indiana has a lot of uh, blind low vision persons working there so hey let's give them a shout out very very much a shout out do we have any more raised hands uh, we have fran and julie so okay you, you wanted to get to fran so yeah we got to fran now let's all right Go ahead, Here Fran. I am again. Okay, first of all, I wanted to say that Gary um, did the census online and he had no trouble with it, he said. So um, I didn't hear any colorful language coming from his uh, side <laughs> of the room, so I'm sure it to, so it must have been pretty simple for him. <laughs> um, and um, let's see, what else? I had something else I was going to say, and it's slipping what's left of my mind. What was it, Gary, you know? Oh, I can't remember now. Oh, um, oh, I know what it was now. Now my brain. I'm, I need more coffee. Anyway, um, has anybody noticed who's gone out? Because we haven't gone out much, and we live in um, a 55 plus community, and we have noticed that. Also, you know, at least I've noticed that since I've gotten older, it's been harder for me to get help than it was when I was younger. And I'm not sure if that's part of the times we're living in or just kind of, a, oh, now she's older and blind. You know, what if we do something wrong, you know, or something like that. Um, and I'm also concerned about, like, uh, even if things get back to, you know, when things get back to normal, are people going to be afraid to, um, because, I mean, no matter how independent you are, there are times you need sighted guide or there are times you need to touch things. Um, I'm thinking I need to buy a new vacuum cleaner and I want to touch it to see if I can change the filter and all that good stuff. Is that, you know, I, I'm wondering if that's going to be kind of a different world in that way for us. That's a very good question. I don't know if we can answer that question. Right I don't now, know, but, but that's a new normal coming up again. Th- I, I was just wondering if anybody's been out uh, recently. Have they had trouble um, getting people, you know, more trouble than usual, getting people to help them? And if they wanted to touch something or use sighted guide, are they um, having trouble getting that? Because that definitely is less than six feet, and it's not social distancing but at the same time it's not actually you know as long as you're clean right you said when you went to vote people were very nice bill and they helped you and they were they didn't social distance then however that was on march 7th yeah yeah that was in march 17th is it already started here though because they were already starting the social distancing thing right so i that is a very 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 good question and it's it's very difficult but if i'm it's the only way that i can look at something i mean if i'm going to buy a new laptop right and i go to best buys or wherever okay i want to take my hand to see how that feels with the keyboard to see how it it 
does for me. I mean, that's me personally. I want to look at that. Now, that may not be acceptable anymore. I, I they don't just know. give you real thin gloves like they do in some museum exhibits so that you can touch things, but the oil from your skin won't affect it. I don't know. That is a good, good question. Mike, do you like to look at things when you go to the store if you were getting a new laptop? Oh, definitely. I definitely want to touch things because otherwise, if I had an idea what it was, I would just buy it online. So it's right. the benefit of going to the you know, store. You know what you're saying? And, and Mike, uh, you know but, what this... Oh, God, I'm sorry, Mike. You know, Go the, going back to those questions, we don't know how that's going to change because even once some things are lifted, they're still talking about a form of social distancing, of spreading out things like restaurants where there's still at least six feet between tables, a, a limited number of customers where before you can have 100, maybe it's reduced to 30. So... You know, you're, the thing is you have neighbors who may actually care, but, you know, people are afraid of blindness. I had a neighbor tell someone else, not me, but said, well, I'll do anything he needs. Uh, he could just knock on the wall. Uh, so you have that people will help you, but they want to do it at a distance or for some reason they don't want to speak directly with you. And, you know, so there may be a lot of nice people in that 55-plus community. There uh, may be. Some I also live in, but they may not reach out to you directly, and they may talk to a neighbor and say, well, yeah, he's got his light on over there. Someone should tell him. But I'm not going to tell Yeah, because people are, people are, are, are afraid. They, they don't know what... There was a film, Mike. It was produced by the American Foundation for the Blind. It's really old. I don't even know if it's available on YouTube or where it is, but it was, what do you say to a blind person? We did this when I was working at Easter Seals back in 1977. And it was a film to try to show people, sighted people that blind people are just like we are. But now with all the social connections of Facebook and, and, and Instagram and Twitter and everything else, people see blind people so is, is blind people as the disability that they don't ever want to have. And if they see blind people, they can't deal with it. And I, I, I do think it's because we're all socially connected so much now that people just don't think they, they maybe I'm getting it wrong, Mike. I don't know, but they just can't deal with it. So I, I, the other one I remember was that. I had a blind couple across the street, and their son was making some unsafe travel decisions, crossing the street and so forth. They'd already lost one son, and everybody talked about it, and everybody talked about it, but no one. I had to be the one to go over and tell them. And, of course, as soon as I did, they got him corrective eyewear, but I don't know why people, I, I just don't know where that fear comes from. I don't know if they think it's contagious. It just makes them very uncomfortable. They're afraid they'll say or do the wrong thing, but... It's a common problem, and it's not going to be solved today or tomorrow. So we either have to learn maybe to make that first social step and reach out and talk to them and say, okay, yeah, this guy is normal. Well, so many people don't want to get involved. I don't know what they think will happen to them if they do, but I had a good friend that turned out to be a good friend in college. That, um, And I remember for a long time he wouldn't say anything to me, and when I got to know him, he said, well, I didn't know what to say, and I... I was joking with him then because by then we were friends. I said, well, you know, you could have tried high. It's two letters and easy to say. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard, and you're, you're exactly right. I guess we better get to a few of these hands, oh, we Dad. Hey, you know what? Uh, I no got a, oh, Tim, you got you something? Got voicemail, man, Tim? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Should I go ahead? Yeah, yeah, you go. I thought Tim was coming on. All right, here you go. Good morning. This is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana. And, Bill, I'm sorry all that's happening to you. I think I would um, complain <laughs> to the head of the association or whatever 
Um, also, the sad thing about people's perceptions of people who are blind is there are people, of course, as we know, who are partially blind or partially sighted, and people think that a totally blind person can do everything a partially blind person can do. Um, like, for instance, I know someone who has enough vision, they can go to the grocery store and do a lot of their own shopping. And somebody said that to me once, and I'm like, well, that person has vision. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, I guess you didn't, did you? <laughs> but anyway, it's just very sad. My mother used to say that our disability is not what makes us disabled. It's the persistence and ignorance of other people that creates the disability. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. You all have a good day. Stay safe and stay well. I love you guys. Bye-bye. How true, Debbie? How true? How true. I she that went. came over okay because yeah. that was off my laptop. You did fine, Tim. So, Do you have any more? No, nope, that's, that's, that's all it. I got so far. Okay. Thank you very much, Tim. And next on the list is uh, Marianne in beautiful, snowy Boulder, Colorado. Should I give out the phone number in case people want to call in? Yeah, go ahead. If you want to use the Zoom number, it's 646-558-8656. And then, if, and then you'll need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And repeat that number one more time. 646-558-8656. And you'll need the meeting ID when you're asked for it is 848-725-450. And you'll hit the pound key, and then it'll ask for the password. And you hit your pound key, and as Jeff says, you'll be in like Flynn. There you go. Thank you. Okay, Jeff, let's bring Mary in. Go ahead, Mary Ann. Hello. A um, couple of things. For one thing, don't worry about that big, long number with the census. Don't worry about saving it. The only thing that number does is keep track of your address. If you're fine with putting your address in, you don't ever need to worry about that number on the census. And I was a quality control clerk for the census, and and I've, I've learned that over, well, 10 years ago, I guess now. Uh, but that big number is not important. All it does is track your address. For two, I'm not surprised about what happened to Bill, but just so you know, there really are nice, honest people in the world. I was outside yesterday walking my dog, and I met one of my neighbors who has her dog, and she said, hey, I'm going to the store this morning. Is there anything you need? And I, all I said was, well, I, I just threw away my mayonnaise jar, and she said, well, tell me what kind it is and let me get it for you. And less than an hour later, she had texted me and said, your mayonnaise is outside your door. Amazing. So, <laughs> there are nice people still left in the world that will do decent things. That's good. It encourages me. It's not that they have to do anything or everything for me, but nope. it's almost to the point that I'm afraid to ask anymore. That No, uh, I understand that because when I did my um, when we remodeled our condo, we found out that and we found it out the hard way because of something we didn't like. 
but the guy we were using to do some of our remodeling and it was all done through Home Depot and so on and so forth and they made us buy the materials ahead and so on and then we paid the, the whole thing ahead and there was this whole big to do over it and they're like and we'll give you a year's guarantee on everything well we didn't find out until we didn't like our bathroom um, shower surrounds and we ripped them all out and had somebody put in something new that the work that was done behind the wall now this is something whether you were blind or sighted you would never have seen the work that was done behind the wall from the plumber was shoddy work and there was nothing for us to do about it until afterwards that um that this really really crappy work had happened and so on and we had to document and so on and so forth but in order to fix what was on what was done wrong, we ended up laying out an, another eleven thousand dollars to get our bathrooms the way we wanted them, with walls with real shelves instead of these space age looking curvy glass things that did not accom accommodate an economy sized person in your shower. Yeah. <laughs> so it can just happen to anybody and everybody and. You know, we're no exception to the rule, but it does hearten me to know that a neighbor stopped by and asked you if you wanted something at the store. And I think sometimes if you're an independent person, you can seem too independent for them and they think that you don't need help, so they don't ask you. You know, and it, it's... It's, but it is heartening to know that there is people out there that that will do do that. You know what I mean? Now, the Wall Street Journal. So, Global all right. Now I am a little tired of you, phone, interrupting me here. So, th thank you, Marianne. That really puts it to the point. And there are people, and we will meet people, um, because I've always tell people in order. I mean, in order to have a lot of friends, you've got to be a good friend, and you've got to reach out to to people also. And but sometimes it feels like you're you're just afraid to ask um, anything. Now I will say, my next door neighbor here did when we were gone came over and uh, would bring in the mail or would do stuff. And I thanked him. I would write him a note each week and thank him. And then said, when this, everything gets cleared up and we've got the all go, we would like to take you and your um, wife to to dinner or do something nice for them. I don't want to feel like I'm not appreciating, you know, what, what, what has been done. But... You know, just people assume, like when he was getting the cable fixed here, well, we don't need to make the TV work. He doesn't need to see anyway. So, you know, you just got to be so careful, and you've got to learn to overcome a lot of that stuff. You've just got to do it. All right, Jeff, enough of my soapboxes. What's All right, let's get to Ellen out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. All we right. haven't heard from her today. Good okay. morning, Ellen. Oh, good morning. You're there. Uh-oh. No, you're, you're there. there. You're, you're there, oh, Ellen. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. My, my phone was acting strange. But anyway, um, as far as perceptions, I get that also from being in a wheelchair. 
and I'm, you know, partially sighted and in a wheelchair, and I also have directional horror stories too. So, you know, it's it's not just the blind; it's also oh, anybody that's different, yeah. Somebody that's different, Ellen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I understand that too. You know, there are nice people, and we 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 have nice neighbors here too. But um, I think part of that is virus-related as well. So you just have to, you know, you do the best you can with what you've got. But it's, but um, just know that there are people that are going to shy away for various reasons, whether you're blind or you got a wheelchair or it's virus-related or whatever. You know, it's it's just going to happen. So you just go on with your life, really. And do the best you can. You're right, Ellen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Jeff, we got... Yep, let's... Uh, I want to get to Karen out right. in Knoxville, Tennessee. All right. Go ahead, Karen. Hi, hi, everybody. Hope everything is going well. Hey, we're uh, hanging in there. So, something happened. Um... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I uh, <clears throat> thought just I was starting to think, you know, everybody had forgotten me, you know, or just I just thought that I would I mean, we get at the apartments I'm in, we get our meals, and that's fortunate. Uh, we did have our lunches downstairs in our social hall when they closed that down. Uh, we get a big old box with five lunches, uh, some bread, some fruit juices, and maybe even some fruits. And I tell you what, Ira has been very helpful. I like to know what I've got as right. far as what the lunches, what's in the lunches before I place them in the freezer. So uh, that has been very helpful. But here's what uh, I'll tell you. One Friday evening, uh, this friend that I had worked with, but we talk occasionally uh, now that we don't uh, work together anymore. But she says, I'm going to order a pizza from this nearby pizza place. And I'll order you one she said what do you want on your pizza and I told her she said don't worry about the cost of it and I will place our order I want to order a pizza and I'll order yours and I'll bring yours by and I went down to the lobby and got it well that and was that, nice I thought that just lifted my spirit so that was very nice, right, and that was very nice, and because, you know, just a little thing, maybe, it's not, wasn't a little thing to you, but a pizza. It wasn't. Right, it's something, <laughs> it I mean. It really was. Uh, it could have been. Somebody a, being nice, I mean, just being nice, not not somebody that you think is being nice. Here, I'll bring you some toilet paper. Oh, by the way, that's $20 for 12 rolls. Goodness sake. Right. So, Surely. 
But I also had a friend from the church I go to uh, come, and, and she was in town anyway. She and her husband were. And I told her I needed some things from the grocery store. Well, when we got back, I gave her some money. You know, I may have overcompensated, and she accepted, but I wanted her to know that I really appreciated it. Hey, Karen, if you ever come to Albany, New York, I'll make you dinner. Oh, wait a second. What am I saying? I'm, uh, I, that's, the wrong, that's the wrong Jeff. <laughs> no, it's not that we mind paying for things either. I mean, we've always no. paid our way. It's just... Yeah, that's what I do. And I, you know, but I just wanted to compensate for maybe gas or time or, you know. Right, right. And, and I think that's a fair thing to do. Um, there are people, unfortunately, who will take advantage of that to the nth degree. Um, oh, yeah. It's all about what are you doing for me? And then, again, I've seen people who will come in and not even think about it, will say, oh, Karen, can I help you organize these groceries, this food? Can I do something for you? And they won't think about the cost. I remember my my grandson. He came up one time, and I forgot what he... Oh, he was mopping the kitchen floor, and we offered to pay him for it. He said, no. No, Grandpa. That's sweet. That's sweet. That is sweet. Excuse me, just a moment. He said, I'm not supposed to do things. To charge well, for Well, that gives them right. a chance. There were probably times you uh, kept him and comforted him when he was sick or right. so, thought of his birthday every year or or something, and, and that's... There, there are things that, that um, you know, you need to do, and, you know, that just struck me in the fact that these kids so there is hope there really is hope but he said no we don't charge for that we don't charge for helping somebody but this is a well at that time he was only 12 I forgot how but they're at a point where he could cook a meal he can do things that better these kids are taught to do things on their own than the better they are prepared to go out but it just makes me um, that shows there's hope well on the social distancing subject I had a friend that I was talking with on the phone and like me he, he's an affectionate person he's probably more so than I am he says, I really don't like the social distancing. What? You know, that just, uh, I rail against it because I'm an affectionate person. Well, yeah, everybody needs a hug once in a while. And if you're yes, a they do. And I hope that <laughs> won't stop. And I hope your handshakes <laughs> won't stop. Yeah. Well, and if you're a hugger, it's hard not to hug somebody. It is. It's hard not to. And do there's that. a problem and here, I... Karen. There's a problem here because you know, Karen, we're, we're humans by nature are social animals, and this goes yes, everything. Are. 
everything that we grew up to believe in for, you know, for, for our whole lives. Humans are social animals. We want to be with, well, not maybe not everyone, but we want to be with people. And, and you know, that it eventually, may, I'm sure that will come back, but the big thing is we're going to have to find a way to find out who has the virus very quickly, antibodies, they're, they're developing a lot of stuff. It may take another year or 18 months to get a vaccine. So this could be, or this, or some form of this could be around for a while. So just, you know. Get used so to that. we'll get used to it. We'll make the adjustment. And, you know, it, it, it's hard to say what'll happen there. But thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you. Jeff, anybody else? Oh, let's go. We, let's go to Sharon. Well, I know, I'm sorry we've had people waiting here, but I wanted to get those who weren't. Been, so let me go to you. Go ahead, Sharon. Hey, um, I called Target one day and asked them, um, I said, <clears throat> if we need to come and get stuff, um, what will we be helped or not? And she said, oh, yeah. And we go to this Target a lot and they know us. She said, oh, yeah, but we didn't try it because we just went ahead and had stuff delivered. But um, they said they would. I don't I don't know. You know, and I just wanted to say that, and I wanted to tell a funny story. Um, <clears throat> my dog eats Rachel Ray dog food, which is only you can only get at a couple of places. And um, I put out on our care group at church, um, which I'm on, and I put out a thing saying, "Woody needs dog food. Can is anybody going to Target or Petco?" today and um this lady called me and she said well i'm going to sam's see if they have it there and i can get it there and they didn't have it at sam's so i called her and told her she said well i normally don't go to target but i'll do it for woody <laughs> so, well at least you know where yes. your dog stands yeah. yeah i know right yeah <laughs> yeah you're not so much sharing but the dog you know no, that's yeah, a good yeah. thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted I, to tell that. <clears throat> so you're, you're share, Karen, or sharing your share group at church. How do you guys meet by phone, Zoom? How do you meet now, the care um, group? We're, we're doing our Sunday school class by um, Zoom, but um, our care groups, we call, we have a list of people that we call each week and see if they need anything or if they need prayer or anything like that. Just checking in on each other. <clears throat> Excuse me, just checking in on each other. <clears throat> you know, and I've gotten to know a lot of people that way from our class, which I really enjoy. So th th that is a good thing. Very, yeah. very, very, very good thing so that we know people out there are carrying good stories, Sharon, and thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I'm glad Jeff. That in the blind community as well, that people are reaching out. And I know someone told me some people in the NFB are telling their affiliates and stuff to check on the other blind folks that we know, members or not. Just check right. I don't care if they're members. I don't care who they're. I don't care if you're NFB, ACB, or CAB, or whatever. You're another person help 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 it doesn't matter what organization you belong to just help um reach out reach out what is that song reach out in the darkness um 
Jeff, you've been burning double time Yeah, you today. know, I'm going to lose weight just doing this, you know. Uh, <laughs> Pam, go ahead, Pam. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, locally, now this, to me, is weird. Before all this crap went down, the uh, local grocery store here did not have specific hours for either seniors and or disabled to get help. But since since all this mess has gone down, we have now an hour or two of which that that is designated for for us to go into the store and get help if we choose to do that. For me, I use an app. I don't I I don't trust the the type of help that you get in, that get in there. And yes, I've got vision, but I don't have enough vision to be able to read the aisle signs. So I'm like, have okay. You, I can, have you had you trouble know, getting your deliveries? Um, no. As a matter of fact, I had one that said it was going to be here on Saturday and it showed up at 3 o'clock that same day. Yeah, Are so, you using Instacart, Pam? Yes. Okay, that's called that, they call it, Mike, what do they call Flexible, flex, something or other, uh, Flexible on-demand delivery. So in other words, they give you a window of, like, say, Thursday through Saturday or Wednesday through Saturday. And, and I only saw that for a few day. days. Yeah, I only yeah saw... it was weird. I'm like, okay, this is... Well, I guess what I'm afraid of is if they if, if they keep up this social distancing crap and we get into the summer and they're afraid to, to let me know that they're here... What's going to happen to my frozen stuff when it's 90 degrees outside? Well, we've had that problem here, Pam, and you just better check your iPhone and make sure that they are required to send you a message or do some acknowledgement that they just dropped off your delivery. And so you just have to be vigilant. The other day it was 95 degrees and our groceries were sitting out there. Fortunately, I got that message and I rushed out there and and got all of that stuff so you've got to take a little ownership there and be very vigilant let's see who's next Jeff oh that's your favorite person here we got Bill out of Chicago Illinois that's yeah, real quick right. this goes back some uh, talk about people helping you uh, the neighborhood I live in because I got a house of my own I get too many people since I've been on the phone here I've had four people come door already Asked if I need anything today or how I'm doing. But the thing that irritates me is when I'm with my daughter or someone that is sighted, when somebody wants to ask you questions or you go somewhere, they talk to the other person instead of directly to you. Well, I just tell the person, hey, I might not be able to see, but I can hear and I can talk. So if you can't talk to me, this business is over with. I just come I out right front and tell them that. I mean, there's this business where they talk around you, that, that, that's what irritates me. You, you know, I have the same, when I go to a restaurant and I'm with sighted people, I love right. it. And they'll, they'll go to my sister. I'm with my sister, Sharon. I always talk about Sharon. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying right. to get her to come on here. But they'll say, Bill, they'll say to Sharon, well, what does he want? Yeah, and I know. Sharon I know. Goes, oh. And Sharon will say, I don't know, ask him. I can't read his mind. If I could read his mind, I would, I'd be making a lot more money than I'm making now. You know, right, so no, right. I agree with you on that one too. I've had that happen too, and I just tell, I just tell the waiter waitress, hey, I'm not dumb. Ask me. I'll tell you what I want, and if you don't like it, 
get out of here and we'll find somebody. We'll go somewhere well, else. Uh, I don't go that far, but sometimes the waitress. Well, I've done like, that I, before. I, right? I, I was with my daughter, and the waitress said to my daughter, "Well, what does he want?" And I said, "Excuse me, he wants the following." <laughs> okay, that's a, yeah, that, that's a good way too, right? That's a that, that's a good way, but. We've been conditioned to that for all our life. It doesn't make it right, but I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, unfortunately. Well, Jeff, we're down to two callers here. One more. Hold on. Do we have two more? Oh, I see. Let me get Julie because she's been waiting a long time, and I know her hands are tired. Go all ahead, right. Julie. Uh, yes, about the census. I think the form just is short. And there is one question, and Virginia, I hope I can have permission to tell this. Uh, they, you know, when they asked about your ethnicity and that sort of thing, you know, I said, well, I, I know part of it. I'm not sure of all of it, but I told what I knew. And then when it came time for Virginia, Virginia was adopted and she does not know what her ethnicity is. And so she said, you know, she said she didn't know, and they, unknown. she said unknown, and they were good with that. Well, I don't think you have to publish it anyway. I don't believe you do. But, you know, Mike might answer that one better than I do. But I think when I worked with the government, you didn't have to. Um, they like for you to, so they can classify and and do things, but I don't think you have to. Yeah, I believe there was an option to prefer not to disclose. There was. There was, Mike, because I, I did the census form. I know that you One more hand, Bill. <laughs> okay. I'm sure that'll change, but one more hand. We've got Ellen again in lovely Albuquerque, New Mexico. Go ahead, Ellen. Oh, thank you very much. And anyway, um, going back to the that thing about you know, the misconceptions, well, it's not just that, but you were talking about the people at you know when you're out with sighted people i get that not only from the blind thing, but also because of the wheelchair i have enough vision where i can see somebody there in front of me and sometimes when they're talking to me they'll bend over because i am sitting down and i'll tell them look i can see you just fine you don't have to bend over you know they just be fat but I just laugh it off because it's, you know, but I have actually had that happen. So I just thought I'd add to that conversation. Yeah, and very good. Very oh, good point, Ellen. No, I just said a very good point, Ellen. Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. Okay, do you have a power chair? Or do you have a, uh, does someone have to, do you have a power chair, Ellen? I'm just curious. No, it's a manual chair, and um, I have enough. I, I use, do that myself. I have strength in my arms. So I can, uh, I can, I do that myself. So it's a, and I can, I have a vision where I can see where I'm going. I just don't have the readable vision. Well, maybe part of the problem is when they bend down to you. A lot of sighted people want to have eye contact, and maybe that's part of it as well, Ellen. So I don't, I'm not sure. It's, you know, they're not trying to be rude to you or anything like that. I just think that maybe that's part of it too. Yeah, I thought of that too, and I'm uh, like going, but no. Uh, but I told them, I said, you don't have to do that. Just you know, if you want eye contact, just move your eyes, you know, and that'll be fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good I'm, stuff. Ellen. I want to give a different perspective because this really made me open my eyes to maybe how people are feeling. I had a scenario. We were going to a governor's 
Planning Council event and people with all forms of disabilities throughout the state of Indiana. And in the process of going there, I had to assist someone loading a wheelchair in the back of an SUV. And I have to say, quite honestly, I was nervous. I mean, those things are heavy, and I was removing a wheel to make sure that I could get it on its side. And, you know, so I had a, you know, a real insight there about, uh, you know, being on the other foot and dealing with somewhat different disability. I don't want to damage the equipment and, you know, and it was a real eye-opener about that uncomfortable uncomfortability with you know a disability it's different from mine so it gave me some insight to how people may feel and I think that we have to sometimes make that first move every time you know whether you like it or not every time you encounter you know a sighted person someone you never met before it is an opportunity it's an opportunity to either make a friend or or show them that things are not as they perceive or wow you know they use an iphone too whatever it may be whatever they or they dress nice or you know we always represent as they say you know when, when we're out in the mix and there's a whole thing about you know holding your head up and and being confident and not acting or being insecure and i sometimes wonder if some people are nervous blind folks nervous when they're out in the mix and maybe a sighted person senses that you are nervous and that creates hesitation so just a little food for thought Good thought. Good thought. We got anybody else left, Jeff? Yes, we have Marianne. Let me get. Go ahead, Marianne. Actually, I was just going to let you know um, if you uh, if you're still hungry for it, I have the recipe that um, I promised earlier, and your bit of poetry. You can use it whenever you want. I'm just All here right, for the well, interview. We're going to yield just a little bit of time to you because we can borrow a minute or two if we need it. So you go right ahead. <laughs> Alrighty, um, and and um, not, not not as awesome as Chris, but here is a good recipe that I got from my boss because I work for a Hilton hotel. He said, in uh, in in light of the uh, virus and for all those who are missing a double tree chocolate chip walnut cookie, They're Hilton good. has sent out the recipe for. Double Tree Cookies, which I am very fond of, and I used to work for the Curtis Hotel, which is a Double Tree. So this definitely is near and dear to my heart. Not that I'm ready to make it today, but it's a good recipe. Um, this makes 26 cookies. It says a half pound of softened butter. That's equivalent to two sticks. Three-fourths cup plus a tablespoon of granulated sugar. Three-fourths of a cup of packed light brown sugar two large eggs one and a fourth teaspoon vanilla extract one fourth teaspoon of freshly squeezed uh, lemon juice two and one fourth cup flour uh, a half of cup of rolled oats one teaspoon baking soda one teaspoon salt a pinch of cinnamon Two and two-thirds cup of Nestle's Tola House semi-sweet chocolate chips. That's really specific. <laughs> One and three-fourths cup of chopped walnuts. And the recipe says cream butter, sugar, and brown sugar in a stand. Second. In the bowl of a stand mixer for about two minutes. Add eggs vanilla and uh, hold on a sec my braille display isn't moving the way I want it 
add eggs, vanilla, and lemon juice. Blending with the mixer on low speed for 30 seconds, then medium speed for about two more minutes, or until light and fluffy, which means a good finger taste in my opinion. Scrape down the bowl just to make sure everything gets in it. And with the mixer on low speed, add flour, oats, baking soda, salt, and cinnamon. Blend for about 45 seconds. Don't mix it, or don't, don't over mix it, sorry. Stir in the chocolate chips and walnuts. Portion the dough into uh, each portion is three, three spoons three tablespoons on a baking sheet lined with parking parchment paper. God, I need to go to my Toastmasters meeting tonight. I apologize. Uh, spaced about two inches apart. Beat, preheat the oven to 300 degrees. Bake for 20 to 23 minutes until edges are golden brown and centers are soft. Cool on the baking sheet out of the oven for about an hour. You can definitely freeze these. Have you done this yet, Marianne? No, I have not baked these. I don't have quite everything I would need for it, but I have I have pretty much every. I don't have walnuts, um, and I have other chips, but not semi-sweet. So I would have to, if I really wanted these badly, I'd have to do something else. But. I can't bake 26 cookies right now because then I would have to eat at least half of them. No, 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 no. I'll that come would to your be house. counter to the weight loss project. Hey, no, no. I'll come to your house in Boulder and Paul and I can split the cookies. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, I could just have one. And we, when we worked at the Doubletree, I used to, we used to have a cookie warmer. So when you handed out cookies, they were still nice and warm. And, oh. Um, <laughs> oh, that's when they're the best. When they're still yes, warm, fresh from the oven. Just, they were still kind of warm from the oven, and we baked cookies. Our kitchen baked cookies several times a day, so they were fresh every time you got a double tree cookie. Yeah, you've got <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that. That would be wonderful with some good coffee. Yeah, I will send you that. E uh, I will send you that email, Bill, so you Thank can you. Um, you can pull the recipe out of it for, and, for the show notes if you like. And then we'll come back and let you do your thing in just one second, Tim. Do you have stay right there, Marianne? Please, I'm right here. Okay, Tim, did you say have something? Yeah, we have. We have a call from Nancy in Milwaukee. Okay. Hi, it's Nancy. I just completed the census. It's not that hard. Thanks for the phone number. I think it will help a whole lot of people. Bye. That's it. Well, that was it. Short and sweet and to the point. So there we go. And, yeah, um, this is going to fit in what we're going to be talking about next week that we're supposed to be talking about this week. I've got a Amazon oven review done by Randy and Bill Tillery, Randy Resnick and Bill Tillery. And it's about an accessible Amazon oven in microwave and air fryer. And But today was our show, When the Need is There and our listeners, and we need to talk, then we're going to talk. That's going to take priority because I believe that 
we not so much the you know what I mean but we Nine all need one. if we need to share two, three nine five nine six five two zero now, zero you don't need one. to be calling me two, either three, there nine, telephone five, nine, but six, it's, you five, go right two, ahead zero, um, zero. go right ahead Marianne and you can read your um, poem okay I was going to say, hit your volume. If you hit your volume button on the side, it silences your ringer at least. If we not shut her up. Right. <laughs> I was trying to do that. I knew you were. Yeah. And if you hit it twice, it goes right to voicemail. Oh, good. Oh, good. That's, to know. that's a good I point. I, I, I've done that occasionally, just in the effort of trying to shut it up, and I didn't know it was deliberate. Or, or if you lock the phone, it'll do the same thing. I had it locked. I had it locked. But, oh, well, it's already done oh, now. Well. And the other thing I was going to tell you is that I, I do a lot of resilience work with uh, poetry for personal power, and we do story circles and such. But part of resilience, which is part of getting past trauma and other kinds of things in life, is actually service to others. So if you think about it, there might be some people who are still doing the, the evil things they do, but those who are serving others in whatever way are helping to build personal resilience and self-worth so that's just another throw out there uh from the work that i do there you go and we need it and um this is uh, i was at a story circle last week and we're always encouraged to uh for somebody to bring a piece of art or poetry and i wrote this last week and then i did a little editing and so on and so forth and i posted it out yesterday on my facebook Anybody who wants to friend me, find it, share it, whatever. Maybe this will go viral because it's called virus. And it says, I am not coronavirus. I'm a virus just the same. Please let me introduce myself. I am happy to explain. I am the laughter of little children and the sound of happy feet. Listen closely while they play for their voices strong and sweet. I am the tickle of good champagne as it bubbles near your nose and the coziness of cocoa as it warms you to your toes. The summer scent of hot dogs and burgers on the grill, the coconut tanning lotion on the beaches where you chill, the multi-layered taste of a chocolate-covered berry, the cool and creamy richness of ice cream from your favorite dairy vibrant colors of the rainbow and the brilliance of the stars sun glow and moon glow creating beauty where you are the strong and loving yarms holding you an embrace the touch of a newborn baby's skin and god's amazing grace i am a loving joyful virus corona is not my name take the time to know me well then spread me in every way because spreading love and joy gives you the ultimate power to make the world a better place for all in this timely hour. I think oh, we could that's have, wonderful. And you couldn't have said I it anymore. That does go viral. That's one of the best. And if you want to share that with me, I'll post that to the list too, Marianne, if you don't mind. No, I don't and mind. I will, I will copy and... That's Bill. Copy right. and, and uh, 
boom and that's bill at billsparks.org and we'll get and it. i've already sent you the other yeah all right we'll get that and you're going to hear hearing some other social involvement we're going to be involved with so we need to spread the word and what we do and tim you're going to say something before i pull the plug i was um, just going to mention that uh that um that i would be glad to replay that later on in my show except i didn't record it but i can maybe get it <laughs> off of when we post the <laughs> oh, I'll s- the uh, coffee club yeah i'll send that to you so yeah that would edit out you want to display the poem you want to yeah yeah okay, i can do Mary that for you, tim i got a recording one here and yeah. before you go, and Bill, we Marianne, do have two hands raised. Okay, so we'll get those hands, 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 hands real quick, and then we'll get to Tim, because he's going to... Sorry, I did not hear what Mike was just saying. What Michael was just saying to me. I just said you have a gift of words, and I think I would encourage you to write and use your time that was bestowed upon you uh, from your workplace and, and keep writing. It's great work. And Well... This, this was a procrastination from the book that I'm supposed to be working on. Well, you did a good job, and it makes us all feel better. Good. Well, that's the effort. That's it. Okay, we'll get these other two hands because Tim is going to beat me up. And Tim, <laughs> FYI, I'm fixing the 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 problem mailbox for you. All right, let's get you. to with Julie again right. in uh, in uh, Kansas. <laughs> Go ahead, Julie. Yes, um, you know, Bill, with everything that's been going on with you, and I know that you know there's much positive going on and that you are spreading it, but it seems like, for me, the longer I live, the harder those kinds of things are to take. You know, you'd think that the older we are, the stronger we'd be and the more used to it we'd get. But it seems for me that that's less. And when it comes to hugging, I mean, I'm great, so grateful that I'm not here alone. But, you know, right now we have to remember it's not about us. It's about the other people. And we, you know, when we don't know if we could be carriers or not, we don't want to spread that kind of thing around so um, we know that we are protect right now we're protecting people by not being as close to them as we'd like to be well and we hope that goes away and let's spread marianne's virus that's a wonderful thing to spread that's 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 what let's all go out and do that there you go do you have something else tim when we do the last call and I was just going to mention that I saw on Twitter that Apple is going to announce today the release of the iPhone SE 2. Well, there you go. $399 for the lowest priced one. Right. So there you go. If you get that stimulus check, Fran and Gary, (laughs) if you get that check, uh, so... Or anybody gets that question. If you have any questions, be sure to get in touch with us. All right, Jeff, who do we... We have Joe in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, uh, very quickly, April is National Poetry Month, and if it's okay, next week I would like to read a brand new poem I'm drafted. It's got more rhythm and rhyme called Legend. 
Well, there you go. We'll we'll do that next week. Okay. We don't Great. have a problem. Thank you. We can't get things to work around here, Joe, but you're welcome to do that. Did you have something there, Tim? Um, no, no, I guess not. Uh, probably ought to. I'll get ready and do your show. Pretty quick here. <laughs> yeah, all right, Tim. And hint, hint, go off the air, right? Thanks, panel. Thanks, everyone. Thank everyone for calling and making this show what it is. It's you, you, you. Spread the virus, the good virus. And thank you, Marianne, Jeff, for just going above and beyond. Michael, Jennifer, everyone. Bill, I mean, everyone. Thank you. Now, I'm going to go hit a key here. And we'll say goodbye and thank you, Jeff, again. No problem. Bye-bye.